Hey, welcome to the Restored Outcast podcast, where we talk about life, love, liberty, and the pursuit of restoration through our faith in Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Elise Bigby, the original Restored Outcast, and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey to healing through the prophetic word of God. I pray by tuning in, you find strength, guidance, and teaching that will push you to learn how to live free and walk unbothered. Hi, guys. Thank you for coming back and joining me for our third episode with Restored Outcast, the podcast. Um, I've kind of been gone for a little bit, so I'm so glad that you decided to come back with me. I'm spending a lot of time with God, really wanting to know what he has for us in the season, what he's saying to me in this season. And I'm so excited to be back with you, to share with you the word that I have gotten um, these past few weeks in regard to kingdom building. Um, of course, you know, we talk about life, liberty, love, and the restoration, the pursuit of restoration. And so in pursuing restoration today, I really want to talk about kingdom connections and collaborations. As you find in this journey, as you're transitioning to the new, as God is doing a different thing in 2020, we've talked about it so much. You're hearing prophetic words coming everywhere. You're seeing that, um, a new thing is coming. And he wants to do it a new way. One of the ways that God blesses us and that we that we can stand apart is working together, kingdom minded building. And you can do that through connections and collaborations. And what I want to talk today about is seeing how God has been doing this for such a long time. And it's very kingdom to work together. Um, connections are really just relationships. Um in which a person, thing, or idea is linked or associated. When I Googled it, that was what the definition said um, with something else. So connections are relationship-based. We see, we we have connections with our coworkers. We have connections with our family. We have connections um, with children. We have connections with uh, people that we do business with. We have connections with people that we go to the store with. or see when we go to the store, connections are just relationships um, where you're associating with something else. But collaborations is something different. Collaboration is actually the action of working with someone to produce or create something. Collaboration is the action of working with someone to produce or create something. So here we're seeing that not only are we linked to someone, but that linkage creates something. And the thing that stood out to me the most with this word, and God had given it to me a couple of times while I was doing other things and sitting in other meetings, and this word just kept coming up. And it's not a word that I had really been using a lot before or even heard a lot before. But the action behind it always produces something. And I got to thinking about how we serve the ultimate creator, the ultimate producer, how this word was even formed just by the speaking of God's words. He is the creator of all. And so collaboration, when you're getting with someone or connected to someone, there has to be that. And it's kingdom. Let's keep that in mind. It's kingdom collaboration. God is going to do what he always does and produce or create something. And I just thought that was so amazing. The words that stood out to me the most was action, producing, and creating. And that's who God is to us. Even just as accepting our salvation, the action of us accepting salvation by faith produced in us the spirit 
that Christ left for us and, and creates a new man. Um, so kingdom collaborations, God is all over that. And I wanted to give just a few examples what it looked like when God actually made those connections in the Bible. The first one I want to talk about is Naomi, Ruth, and Boaz. How Naomi and Ruth had a connection. The connection was based off of Ruth being married to Naomi's son and her deciding after the son's passage that she would go back with Naomi to her land, the land of her ancestors. And that connection then created this collaboration between the both of them when Ruth was wanting to be wed or needed to be wed in order to preserve the lineage. So Naomi and Ruth or Naomi collaborated with Ruth in order to make a connection with Boaz. And then once that connection was made with Boaz, we see that they collaborated together to go on and create an amazing lineage from which Jesus Christ was born out of. So there was a lot of connections in there. You had Naomi and Ruth had a connection that created a collaboration. You had Ruth and Boaz that had a connection that then created a collaboration. That collaboration went on to save a whole world through it was birth, Jesus Christ, and the world was saved. Not only now chosen people were the Jews, well, even the Gentiles were not welcomed from this connection and collaboration that took place so long ago. Another one is Esther, Mordecai, and then the king. You had Esther and Mordecai that had a connection. That connection then breeded a collaboration of sorts between Esther and Mordecai where he had her and put her in a position to be with the king and making a connection with the king. That in turn had Esther collaborate with the king to save her people. So again, there was a connection between Esther and Mordecai that created a collaboration. That collaboration was to make a connection to Esther with the king for there to be a collaboration. And then God gets the ultimate glory. I want just to point out here, you have to see that sometimes we make connections with people and we do it based off of how we feel or our own emotions or how we think things should go. But God is doing unlikely connections that's going to create something. Sometimes we've had so much dead weight, so many dead things that we've tied ourselves to and we've connected ourselves to and has not produced anything, hasn't produced any fruits in our lives, hasn't even produced any fruits for the kingdom at this time. And that's why I think it was so prevalent when everybody was going into this new year and we were talking about letting go of certain things and and being mindful of things that weren't giving you the best that God had for you in your life to go ahead and pull away from those things. Or what we say in the Bible is pruning those things which don't cause fruit. And even if they cause good fruit, you know, prune them so you can get the best fruit that God has for you. That's in like John 15 and, and 2. Um, I know it's in 15, I think, but just really dealing with what the best God has for you. And in this season, it may not look like what it's looked in the past. It may not feel like what it's felt like in the past. Of course, Ever Esther never imagined herself being with the king. I, I imagine that Ruth never imagined herself out in the field working, sitting at the feet of someone in order to gain their affections and gain their attentions. But it was done. And 
the thing about collaborations that you have to be mindful of is that they're going to always come with godly instruction. It's going to come with godly guidance. Um, when you collab with something to create, uh, when you collab with someone to create something, it's always going to be someone that has your best interest at heart and is going to be able to produce in you what God is trying to produce in you. It's not going to lead you astray. It's not going to have you distraught. There's going to be grace in these kingdom collaborations. So we just have to be focused in the word and mindful of what God is wanting to go forth and do in your life. And as you're becoming restored and you're transitioning from the old thing, you have to be prepared for the new. And that's kind of like my my thing for this year is a new thing. We have to be so prepared for him to do whatever he wants to do and allow the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us in the new thing. Um, the most ultimate uh, <laughs> collaboration that I can think of is between the Trinity or God, the Father, Jesus Christ, the Son, and then the Holy Spirit that was left with us. That's such an amazing collaboration that you can't even imagine. You have this Jesus connection to God that allowed him to work in this earth, pure obedience, following his father and directions, doing what he had seen his father do, doing the things, being just in complete will to his father for our sake. Collaborated with God on the cross. There was a plan. God allowed Jesus to come down, um, a gift to us, salvation, the ultimate gift, and collaborated with him, gave him instruction, led him, guide him, created this amazing man that walked so he could know our afflictions, know our iniquities, know our infirmities, lived as we did so he could be the ultimate sacrifice. Not only that, Jesus, when he went back to sit the right hand of the father, he left us something um, to comfort us and keep us and allow us and guide us and direct us. So now we have the ability to be in collaboration with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis through what Christ did for us, which ties us to God. So just even our whole walk is about being in connection, connecting to Jesus Christ, being in collaboration with the Holy Spirit. You can't imagine the joy that God is probably looking down on us every time we make the, the decision to be in obedience and to walk in direction and guidance of the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to produce and create in us God's will for our lives. That's when God is completely pleased with us. And that's where we have to get to the place where we're doing this on a consistent basis. So one thing about doing a new thing, your thinking has to shift. And I spoke a little bit about this before, but as you're walking into these collaborations, your thinking has to shift. You can't move forward and conquer new ground when you're still thinking in the old ways and thinking uh, your old thoughts. You have to begin to really take every thought captive under the subjection, uh, subjection to Christ and really know and understand and get to know him through his word and in prayer and in worship to get your thoughts to line up with what he could possibly be doing and walk this thing out by faith. If you're still thinking he's going to move the same way and, and connect you to the same types of people, you're really limiting what he's wanting to do, not only in your life, but as he's using you as a vessel to change the world, to change nations. Remember, I told you a people was changed by Esther's uh, decision. A whole nation, a world was changed when Ruth made the decision to allow the collaboration between her and Naomi. So we have to stop trying to be around 
uh, people just to be around people that are like us. We have to step out of our comfort zone in this new season. We have to step out of our our zone that gets us to the place where everybody looks, acts, talks, feels, and reminds us of us. Um, and it's really a place where we just get so comfortable because then we can feel like we're right. And it's a place where you can sit back and not have to be stretched and your faith doesn't have to be stretched. And it's, it's a whole setup for the enemy from the enemy to keep us complacent and not keep us going forward and moving forward. You then eventually become stagnant in that. So when you're thinking and your surroundings change, your perspective changes, then there will be a shift. That's when the shift can happen and all these open doors and things can happen for God to actually move in your life. The one thing that I love about God is that even when I step outside and make a connection that I may think "Mm, might not be the greatest or I can see somebody's heart or intentions might not be well for me, I can have faith in Christ and move forward. And what he's saying, even if that collaboration or that person or that connection has ill intentions for me, I know you can't believe that. And I know that's hard to believe that, but this is why you can't fear connections and collaborations. Let's think about Joseph and his brothers. They had a connection. They were related, but we know that the hearts of his brothers were not exactly right. And so even though they were connected, connected, the collaboration that eventually took place was a collaboration that was evil intent towards Joseph. They collaborated to try to kill him. They collaborated to eventually have him taken into slavery. They collaborated to lie and deceive their father regarding what even happened to him. So there was a lot of collaboration going on in regards to Joseph's life, but yet and still what they meant for evil, God turned it around. Like it says in Genesis 50, towards the end, he turned it around for the good of what? A whole nation to be saved. A whole set of people were saved during a time of famine because Joseph allowed himself to be used, even though, see, sometimes we look at how people act and behave and we say, we take it upon ourselves to say, we don't want to connect with them. We don't want to deal with them, but God is God and he's getting control of every situation and circumstance. We just have to be willing vessels. So Joseph was willing and went through it. And it said he had favor. He still trusted God. He still believed in God. And even in every situation and circumstance, he had favor. So we have to look at, even if you feel like you may have connected to the wrong person, stay faithful to God. It's not about the collaboration that, or the person, it's about what God is trying to do through this collaboration. So stay faithful. Some of you may have been connected to things that you thought was a complete failure, but then look at yourself and what God tried to do. What did you learn from it? What did you gain from it as far as your inner man and your spirit man? Because God's always working and moving on our behalf. So then you have to look at even David and Saul. Look at that connection. God made that connection um, when Saul even reached out to David and had him come and play for him. David was afforded the ability to now be a part of the kingdom and see, now he has already been anointed king, 
Um, but there, that was going to be for a time because you still had a king there, but he knew he was king, but look how the door opened through this connection for him to come in and play for Saul and see how the kingdom operated. But that collaboration went to the left. Definitely Saul collaborated to murder him. He wanted him embarrassed. He wanted him kept down. He wanted him controlled, basically ruined because Saul knew what was in him. So even though they made this connection, the collaborations were going on against him as Saul continuously and adamantly wanted to destroy David. But look what David learned from him. Even though he's running for Saul, he's running from Saul, running for his life. Look at what David learned. He became an amazing psalmist. He was so humbled by everything that went on to where even when he had an opportunity to kill Saul, he still didn't take it. So look at the different opportunities that were afforded him to grow as a man of God. He had the heart of God and he pleased God, even though that connection that he made wasn't for his benefit. It eventually all things work together. Um, so collaborating, it didn't work because what was in the heart of the sinful person, but has nothing to do with what God is trying to do in us. God's purpose was, was still met in the people and they were stronger because of it. So let's not be afraid to make, don't let fear stop you in these next few months of making the collaborations, making the connections that you need. And sometimes the people that you make a connection with are just to place you in connection with the right person. Don't get so stuck up on the people and who God is placing before you because it's going to be ever moving and ever growing. And this connection may be your link to this person. And this person may be your link to this person. What you're really wanting to focus on is where the collaboration is and what God is going to birth through all of that. So do an assessment of yourself. Who am I connected to? Have they created anything? Have they, do they have the ability to create anything? If there's something that I should be learning from the stagnation of this relationship, has something not moved due to my disobedience or my lack of self-evaluation and looking at myself at what God is trying to do in my life? What is the next step? Do I need to take a step back and see where God has taken me and, and allow him to focus me and get my hands off of it? Maybe we need to die to some of our wills and our ways to see what God is trying to do in our lives. Because sometimes we get in our own way. It's not even as if other people are stopping us. It's ourselves that get in our own way. So maybe that's what we need to do. So look back and see, like I said, God is doing a new thing. And that's going to come through new con connections, new collaborations for the kingdom. So look at yourself. Who am I connected to? What am I trying to connect to? Are my connections based off of my likes, my wants, my needs being met? Or are they actually reflecting the heart of my father? Am I actually doing the will of my father? Am I actually open to doing the will of my father? Or am I just expecting him to fall in line with what I will? So really do some self-evaluation in this season. Because what's happening is not only are we getting in our own way, but because of the desires and the lust in our heart, we are opening up that door for the enemy to send something that could possibly look like God. And once we do that, not only do we have to come out of that and allow him to work in us what we needed to learn, 
but then we still have to die to those initial things. And I think that's that's why it's taking some of us, and I have to say us, right? That's why it's taking some of us so long to come out of situations is because we're still not dying to the will and the way that God wants us to do things in our lives. We're still trying to hold the steering wheel um, when God is telling us completely just at this point, not even ride in the passenger seat. He's wanting us to take a back seat at this point and allow his will and his way to go forward. So thank you guys for joining us. Really do that mental evaluation. Really do that spiritual, that gut check and see who are you connected to. And I thank you for joining me for this episode of Restored Outcast, the podcast. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can get any information from me by emailing me at restoredoutcast at yahoo.com. You can also connect with me on my social media page on Facebook, The Restored Outcast, or join my group for my roomies, The Root Groom page. Also, this is not only a ministry, it's a movement towards your healing and restoration.